All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Black Diary Love Podcast. I told you we'll be back. We got more episodes coming. We're wrapping up with season one. I know y'all ready for that season two. That season two going to start up around October. But before we get started with this episode, I want to remind y'all, Black Diary Love and B Brand Media is trying to raise up $250,000 so we can spread out to a couple of young black men and young black women who's trying to attend the HBCU between Atlanta and Virginia. Once again, Black Diary Love and B Brand Media is trying to raise up $250,000 and we're trying to help out young black men and young black women go to an HBCU between Atlanta and Virginia. The link is actually in the bio of black underscore diary love. That's my IG page. That's black underscore diary underscore love. So, so, you know, support $5 or more. We definitely shout you out. If you donate $5 or more, we definitely shout you out. We shout your best out everything. But other than that, if you like the podcast and everything, you know, give us a rating. You know, tell your friends about us. You know, we good people. We just do old-fashioned talking and everything. So if you rocking with us and everything, give us a listen. Tell your friends and family about us. And, you know, on all the other platforms, you know, give us good ratings and stuff. You know, we accept criticism, good, bad, you know, middle, however you feel. We accept it all. We even accept feedback, good, bad, have you want it. You know, so if you rocking with us, you know, let's, you know, give, you know, support us. You know, give us a good, you know, give us some ratings and stuff, you know. Tell your friends about us. But other than that, we about to go ahead and get started with this episode, man. I got my brother right here, man. How you feeling, brother, man? Tell him your name and tell him what you're doing. Tell him where they can find you on the social media platform. What's going on? My name is Arvon. That's A-R capital V-O-N. Uh, you can find me on Instagram a-R-V-O-N-O-T-B The O-T-B stands for Out of the Box um, Also I want to add um, I'm a tattoo artist I've been doing tattoos For like a year I put a lot of studying and work in before that um, I've been drawing since four I do tattoos, I can do logos Any kind of artwork you want I can pretty much do it for you I actually a jack of all trades I can do damn near anything <laughs> That's what's up, man. My brother here is talented, multi-talented, man. So if y'all ever need some artwork done, y'all hit this man up, man. Y'all hit this man up on IG and everything. So other than that, big bro, what's what's been going on, man? How, what, how's life been treating you and everything, man? You know, we finally got together and everything. What Tell the people what you've been up to as far as your, uh, your self-business go. We ain't going to talk about you working for nobody else. We're going to talk about what you've been going on, what's, what's been going good in your life. Well, um, I've been doing mobile tattoos uh, where I actually travel, um, and I'll go to you as long as you're in a realistic place, but Mm -hmm. I will say have money, we'll travel. I will throw that in there, but um, I've actually went to a lot of places. I've been from, I'm from Albany, Georgia, so anywhere from Albany, Georgia to North Atlanta, I've I've done tattoos, been out there, did them, and I I got a good, I got good feedback from a lot of people. Um, I will say that... um, when it comes to doing something like that, uh, I, I enjoy it, first of all. It's not just mm-hmm. for financial gain. I think when you're starting a business or trying to be a business, you, you actually got to enjoy what you do instead of just looking at it like I'm just trying to make a profit or I, I just need some dollars. Because, I mean, I got a nine to five for that, which will not be mentioned today because that's not what we're here for. But um, yeah, yeah. and on, on top of that, I'm also um, in the process of becoming one of the instructors at Pain With A Twist. Where um, I get another, that's another way for me to do art. Like, um, pretty fun social environment. I'm, I'm very sociable, pretty fun guy to be around and with. So, um, come out and have a drink, mess up a pain or two, if you will, or however it goes. We're gonna have fun. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, how did you, um, how did you get, how did you get in contact with them about wanting to do work with them? What's the background story with that one? Well, um, I, I know I saw the owner start her business and as the owner was trying to put it together, I actually looked at all the stress and the things that go through trying to put a business together. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people think when you're starting a business, it's just smooth sailing. But it's, uh, that's that. Exactly. It's, there's no such thing as overnight success. Overnight success actually takes on an average of 10 years before you become an overnight success. So you do the math on that. But um, this business has been up and running for like a year and a half. So. I kind of, we spoke about me starting with her, but when it started, I had other things going on. So what I did was I reached out to her recently and we linked up and we're going to go from there with that. I'll be, I be I had a session or two the other day and I plan on doing more in the future. I like it because I can just go with it and it's like, you know, it, it 
it's easy to work with that in my schedule along with everything else I'm doing because what I'm trying to do is make time for me, make more of my time. Uh-huh. If I'm good at it, I feel like I could get paid for it. So that's what I'm trying to do. Of course, of course, man. You have to take that time for yourself. And, you know, I tell people all the time, man, you know, if nobody going to invest in you, you need to invest in yourself and everything. So if anybody listening, remember, invest in yourself first and everything. We out here making these jobs, riches and rich and all that stuff. We don't never have time for ourselves. So, you know, if you don't have time for yourself, you it's, it's hard to be successful. It's, it's hard to be successful because you're too busy making the other person successful and everything. But I look. So when you um, so the thing was, when you started drawing and everything, what uh, what really made you say, okay, this tattoos is the one thing I want to learn how to do? Well, to be honest, um, I had a vivid imagination all through life, and sometimes I could only explain stuff by drawing it out. So um, drawing just actually always helped me express certain things. Or just bring it to life. Um, like if we having a conversation and you're telling me a story in my mind, I'm visually seeing this. Like I'm a visual person. So that actually helped. And uh, like I said, I've been drawing since four years old. But um, when you get in high school, I was in art class and um, I excelled in that. I actually had a chance to you know, go off to school for it, but I didn't. Because I just really was like, I can't get paid for doing art. I, I really talk, I talked myself out of it. Like, who going to buy a picture from me? Like, how am I going to get seen all over the world? Mm-hmm. But um, as time passes, you start seeing these things happen in front of you. And you're like, well, well, damn. Like, I went to the art museum yesterday. And the first thing that came to my mind was, damn, I can do this stuff. Like, uh-huh. damn, I can really do this. Like, what a, what a, what made me hold myself back? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of time we do. We hold ourselves back. So, um I've been in this place in life right now where it's like if I if it feels good, do it. And um, I ain't got no time like this time. So that's what I've been working on, trying to everything that I'm good at. I want to actually get the best out of it because I've wasted my own time long enough. Doubting myself and supporting other people, processes, businesses and platforms like and, and not investing in myself. Like so that's what I've been doing from late for lately for the last year, two years. I've been investing in myself and art is something that i'm very good at and passionate about it's very therapeutic for me so that's why the tattoos any kind of logo work or anything like that um and i'm talking about just straight drawing as far as the graphic design i'm actually working on trying to get better with that as well but if you just need a pen and a pad and an idea brought to life i can do that coloring all kinds of artwork i can do and i'm still trying to advance my crafts in other ways as well but um as far as painting drawing anything i i can do that Again, Arvon OTB, hit me up, and we can talk and get it done for you. Of course, of course. Now, as I was, I was, as I was saying before, we had a little interruption and stuff. You know, sorry about that, folks. Uh, system was going in and out and everything, but I saw a couple. I saw your work, and I, I, I enjoy it. I love it. You know, I'm a fan of the arts because here's the thing: a lot of people don't know the artists. What makes the shows? We've seen good artwork from from cartoons to anime. Even dra- even in Dragon Ball Super, if you notice the animation, they switch back and forth animations towards the end of the series before, you know, before the series ended on Dragon Ball Super at the time being. Animation was switched back and forth and everything, and that takes a lot of work and everything. So when you so when you drawing, people th- people don't understand how hard it is. A lot of people don't understand that drawing is a. It's not a gift, but it's a blessing and an art at the same time. Everybody can't just wake up and say, "Oh, I'm gonna draw this and that and everything." So when you, so when you draw, what's what's going through your head as you drawing? Like when you draw certain things, like is it like emotional wise, or you just do it just to do it, or it's one of the things? Like, okay, I got an idea. I'm about to draw this right now. Well, with me, it's just like any other facet in life. Like even the clothes I put on today, I felt like what I put on. Um, so when I'm drawing, it's just a, um, a release of peace and emotion. Like um, if I'm drawing Deadpool, if I'm drawing a, a female, anything I'm drawing, I'm actually into what I'm drawing. And it's like I'm visualizing the reality of it to make it look like how I see it in my head, whether I'm doing a traditional style drawing or if this drawing going to be focused around shading or colors and where the light hits it. Everything is basically an emotion and a visualization. Like you take emotion in one hand and then the visual that you mm-hmm. get in your head, 
they get together and the baby is the product. Like, in a layman's term, that's basically what it is. You're trying to bring something to life and show somebody what's in your head. Or in my case, since I do stuff for other people, I'm trying to bring their vision to life. You give me a description of what you want, and I'm going to try to my best to bring it to life and birth it for you. True, true. Now, you know Atlanta is the maker of art designs and stuff. Everywhere you go in Atlanta out here, it's uh, you got graffiti everywhere from drawing from drawing on the walls to drawing on buildings and stuff like that. Do you see yourself uh, doing going big like that one day? Uh, maybe so, but maybe in a smaller sense. Like, um, I think doing sleeves on people would be my form of graffiti, as far as like me uh, tattooing a person. That's I'm, I'm graffitiing that person. Um, I always did say I would like to get a, a wall and, and do it. I almost had one that they was going to do at Ruby Tuesdays mm-hmm. um, in Camp Creek. They was thinking about putting a mural up there, and I was going to do that, but I, 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 they never did for some reason. But um, I was always open for that. Um, back where I'm from, I was a manager at a movie theater, and I even used my arts there when we had, like, Star Wars or, say, this pick of me, whatever movie coming out, I'd paint on the walls like mm-hmm. um, with, like, some kind of... Um, paint that you can it eventually it'll come off but yeah. it, it just brought a lot like people will stare at the movie wall like on the glass and and i like that it, i put art in everything i do oh yeah oh yeah man and like i said man you do a you do a wonderful wonderful job so you're tattooing what's the craziest story you ever what's the craziest tattoo you did or what what tell, tell, tell us some 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 craziest stuff you did you had going on as a tattoo artist because i know people be getting some weird ass shit man but i got i got two stories um one tattoo is a story i didn't do uh, i had a guy wanted a uh ak-47 rifle going down like where your sideburn would be oh, um i declined that respectfully because in my mind i'm, I'm just like i I'm I'm not super big in the tattoo world, but I felt like I don't think this is a good idea. And I I I I'm with the out of the box process, but I just didn't see where that would be beneficial. Like like yeah. so all money ain't good money. I'm just like, why would he want an AK forty seven on his face? face. Boy, so, I mean, you think about that, you be like, really? And you wonder why you can't get no goddamn job? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about a damn job. <laughs> I'm glad um you brought that up because in my mind I'm just like I just I couldn't do that like. I didn't want to do it, and he didn't have. Now, if his face was already covered in several tattoos at that point, I might be like, "Well, damn, it, it, it can't get no worse." But um, I didn't, I didn't want to do that to that guy because it seemed like this, whatever he was doing. Of course, he was doing music, so I get you trying to sell an image, but maybe there's another way to do it. And I, and another story was like, um, I did a tattoo out in Duluth, and I started having malfunctions mm-hmm. where like my equipment, like. I'm tattooing her arm. I just did her boyfriend. They get matching tattoos. And today is the day the power box goes out. And if I don't hold a cord a certain way, the tattoo machine won't work. I was super pissed and hurt because, again, this is my business. This is my brand on the line. And, like, yeah, but you know, you know, things happen. And, you know, when people look at business and not to cut you off. But people, you know, when stuff like that happen, people be so quick to be like, oh, I ain't fucking with this no more, this and that and that. You got to understand, things happen. Even with phones and stuff we buy, phones malfunction. That's why they always redo shit to, with better quality and more updated features and everything. Because, you know, shit like that happens and everything, man. So, you know, it, it, it happens. But I'm gonna go, but go ahead and continue. Go ahead and continue. Yeah, well, to allude to what you were saying, um, what I did was I was just very open with the person. I was like, hey, um... My my cord ain't working, and it's called it's gonna cause a problem here. So what I did was I literally drove forty five minutes to someone. And this was on a Sunday mm-hmm. to get a cord from a tattoo supplier. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember I had to go to this person's house to get it, and I came back, and I finished the tattoo, and I also let them know that um we can do some more work, and I give them a discount because of the difficulty I had. Mm-hmm. And that was all it took to fix the problem. Just, you know, good customer service and all that. Because a lot of times us black businesses, I hate to say it, but we don't have the best customer service or best business. Mm-hmm. It just looks like we just out for the money. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep you know, that a part yeah. of what I do. Everything I do is just try. It's presentation, but like I got an out-of-the-box mind state, literally. This is just not mm-hmm. a cool phrase. It's like, 
Let me take care of them. Let me think outside of the money right now. I mean, because yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, this is you're 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 rocking my brand. Like it's one thing to have a shirt, but if you tattoo a person, they they live with your brand on them. So mm-hmm. I took that serious, and um, I'm supposed to be getting back with them and doing some more work soon. But that's good. I'm glad it all worked out. You know, it, it, and that's all it takes. You know, customer service. You know, you know, and then you being true about your word and everything. You know, when people see that and everything, they 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 fuck with you some more. But you know, you got people who just assholes about all this stuff and everything. Oh, you fucked up this and that and everything. It is what it is. You know, you just keep a good attitude and keep it pushing everything. So nowadays, everybody, almost everybody, got tattoos. And I was, uh, I know this woman, and her son is only fourteen years old, and he got a tattoo. How do you feel about kids young as hell getting these tattoos now? I'm I'm not really fond of it. I understand why you had to. A lot of times, they want you to be a certain age before you get stuff, and because because we know it's 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 for a trend. You young, you don't even know what the hell you're getting on. You just getting it because you think it's cool. You don't really know what it kind of. You know, when you young, you just getting a tattoo. You don't really understand what's the meaning behind it. You just getting it because it look cool and everything, and you want to you know press the you know you want to press people. Yeah, it's all uh, everything is a trend. Like if you think about it, we're wearing everybody wearing skinny jeans and tighter clothes more mm-hmm. form-fitting clothes now whereas 10 years ago everybody wearing very big baggy clothes i miss them days. So, so it's the same thing <laughs> i miss them days yeah man. yeah i know you do it's like everybody a lot of folks used to like that era but um what i what i said that to say when it comes down to like a tattoo a lot of people don't think long term like i also used to do music mm-hmm. and I, I still do verses now here and there whenever it comes up but um with anything I do, I think longer than today. Like if I do a verse on your song, it, it or if I do a tattoo, if um whatever I do, I want it to be something. Whereas I don't want to be that person ten years from now. You look at it and be like, damn, I did that. Cause that's the same thing with a tattoo. You sixteen when you're twenty six. Is that tattoo still gonna be valid, or it's gonna be like something you gotta eventually cover up? Like that's why I um I had a guy wanted his wife's name on him, and. I, I have no problem doing that, but he also had his. I, he covered it with his ex-wife's name. <laughs> and I, I kind of urged him like, "Hey, man, you know, that's crazy. at some point you might either you gonna do right or you just don't need to get names. You can get something that's symbolic of that person. Like her, right, if, right. if her name was Robin, get a Robin on you, a red Robin on your arm. Like you don't have to just go ahead and get names all the time. Gonna have so many names on there. You gonna be looking like a uh, UPS package. Yeah. <laughs> I had an ex with a ex boyfriend's name as a tramp stamp. You know how long I had to hit that from the back and look at Walter. <laughs> <laughs> she finally covered it up when she got the nerve to, but at the end of the day... Um, I had one with Peter on the back of hers. So I, yeah. said, I said, I said, I said, I'm sitting up there like, who the fuck is Peter? Yeah, she's like, she like, don't worry about it. I'm like, motherfucker, Peter. <laughs> Imagine sucking the titty with Antoine on it. I'm just like, God damn. Like, like, but you know, it happens. I'll never say, I, I've never gotten a name on me, but if I did... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my child ain't gonna go nowhere. You're gonna be my child regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's how I see it. yeah, but, um, yeah. When you get your daughter name or your mom's name, you know it's it's different because you know that's your, that's your, that's your mom's and your daughter and your you know that's your legitimate blood family that you know yeah. versus a person where you don't even know if you're gonna spend a lifetime with and all that you know especially like marriage wise and everything. So you said you do you did music. Yeah. Talk about that. How uh talk about let's let's talk about the music. Uh, first I want to say I know everybody in the world wants to get in that business. That shit ain't what you think a lot of times. Um, we uh, And you know what's so crazy? We talked about it. If y'all go back uh, a couple of episodes to uh, Bree Brandon, um, to the episode I did with Bria and Ariel, if y'all go back to a couple of episodes, we talked about that because Ariel and Bria, they work with some people, a couple of people in the industry and advertising and marketing. So we talked about that too. But uh, what what your experience, what's your experience in it? Well, um, when I said I did music, I, I had a brother that was legitimately a worldwide artist signed. So uh, he was in the group Field Mob. They um we we toured, travel. He came up here. They got signed with Luda. I was at the Georgia video shoot. I mean, actually in the video. Uh, Georgia. Yeah. Seen a sick of being lonely. So what? I seen a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, when you in that, you know, hold on, hold on, gotta shout out Field Mob. Shout out Field Mob and everything, man. We we fuck with y'all, man. We love y'all, man. 
Yeah, yeah, they get y'all. We, they, um, we from Auburn, Georgia, but coming through Atlanta, you get a lot of love from fulfill mob up here, or just anywhere. Like the, the, those, those boys were generally liked. Um, they <laughs> they had legal issues was a fucked up thing for them. Um, and then you know, come from small town, uh, getting your money up, and then you got to make right decisions. That shit ain't easy. So that's what I'm saying. The game ain't what you think. Um. I've seen checks. Some people get checks bigger than what you're going to make in a year working your nine to five, but it's what you do with those checks and set yourself up for later. Everybody look at the money right now instead of looking at later. But um, in the music business, it's, it's, it can be shaded. That shit is not a rumor. It is very funny. So what's the uh, what's the most craziest thing happened while you was on tour? Uh, it, Nothing's really crazy after you've done it for so many years. Like, you you that don't nothing really surprise you. Um, I remember one time my brother told me an instance where somebody walked up to him and was like, "What's up, Sean J?" Because Sean J in Field Mob is my brother. I'm I'm okay. I'm older than him by a year, but he okay. um told me a story where as a fan came up to him, "What's up, man? I love your music and shit." And you know when a person tell an artist that, no matter if you big or small, if you humble enough, you are gonna love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy put a gun in his stomach, and that totally went south like like he he got away ran out of that situation but they kind of put you in a situation where like damn do i really want to be around these motherfuckers where they got that kind of access and you can just mm-hmm. look at it if you put yourself in a situation too close like bg bg was with the hot boys mm-hmm. he's still walking around the streets in the hood that shit sound good like see murder too like it sounds good till you get popped and busted or the, the streets take over and you fucked up because you oh, can't yeah, let them yeah. go oh yeah that's, and and you know it's crazy about that because a lot of the, a lot of young kids, they just want to be music, but they don't know what comes of it. They don't understand like you uh once you you only get one check. Yeah. You only get one check, and I was looking at uh the breakfast, and you know I tell people all the time, and I bring this up all the time because this is one of my interviews on the Breakfast Club with uh, Chance the Rapper on there. If anybody knows, I'm a huge Chance the Rapper fan. I wonder why. <laughs> why? <laughs> I, I fucks with him, man. But 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 check it out. One thing that he talked about was he was offered $100,000 to do six albums. Mm. Yeah. What you think about that? That's less than $20,000 an album. Mm-hmm. And, and, and well, if that album is that album that is, that's really successful, you ain't touching that money. Yeah. If you take all that up front, you got to be very smart with that hundred. How much you said? 100000 it's, it's, now yeah, think about that hundred thousand. That sounds very appealing to a poor person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, at yeah. The and, that's, the, and that's and that's how I, that's how they get a lot of our people because what, you know we in poverty, we don't have nothing offered to us. So a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money to us. But it ain't when you really break it down. To yeah, like no, it's six, not. Six albums is I'm assuming that's got to be a, like you can promote an album a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. So if you break that down to say two years. Look how many years you got. You spread it with that hundred thousand. Now the album can just be a number one hit, but if you already accepted that for that album, like you get show money, but that's it. Like mm-hmm. that ain't that ain't an appealing deal. It sounds very good at first, but when you yeah, really yeah. break it down and do the numbers, I got to live three hundred sixty five days a year off, off of this. Hundred, what yeah. I'm getting, and a lot of and a lot of brothers, a lot of young cats, because I, I say it all the time. The game goes after. Uh, the music business goes after cats younger because they already they know they don't know how to, you know they don't know how to use that money to build credit, start businesses and stuff like that. Like you know, another thing that I think is unfair with the music business is, um, I hear a lot of people say old rappers, and in my mind, we're the only we, like rap is one of the only genres that do that. Like, um, mm-hmm. you ever notice like? Um, say if Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston was still alive, nobody would call them old singers. Yeah, old pop artists. Like nobody would do that. Like mm-hmm. Britney Spears put out some shit tomorrow. If it's hot, they ain't gonna say that old singer. Like, yeah. but as far as a rapper, like they give you a small window. And um, I, I I'm big into like lyrics. And I remember the Jizzle on the Wu Tang Clan said a, he said a line. Whereas it's a small injury, it's a it's a wide injury. Small is it like a funnel? Like he's talking about the business, the game, and that's really mm-hmm. deep. If you think about a funnel, it's got one big end and a tiny end, and that's basically how the, the game is. And 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 that's sad. Like um, you got people like Rick Ross and Two Chains, who um, I love to see because they were what you call older rappers. But yeah, I, they I think speak I, in old school. Yeah, facts. And, mm-hmm. and even Ti is becoming an older rapper mm-hmm. these days. But I just saw a video he did with um, 
Damn, I can't think of the girl's name. She married Iman Shumpert, but um, that Iman was... Shar- Shar- uh, is that Iman Shumpert? Iman Shumpert. She married Shumper. him. Mm-hmm. I can't think of her name right now, but um, that was a dope video and concept they got. But um, I just think that that old rapper thing, like, we the only one to do that to ourselves. But in another mm-hmm. sense, black people are the only ones who do a lot of things to ourselves. Like, we'll promote the bullshit, but we won't support what's winning, what, what could win. Like, everybody... Like, I'm going to say, I don't know how long it been now, but everybody was, the marathon continues, Nipsey Hustle. Everybody was on Nipsey at one point, supporting that bandwagon. But, I mean, is the marathon really continuing now? Where he was speaking on how many of the people that was really going for Nipsey when it was a trend. But, how many people trying to live that life? But you know what's so crazy about this is, and anybody who's listening, you could take however I say how you want to take it. People was not speaking on Nipsey until he passed away. Exactly. People wasn't even listening to Nipsey Hussle music when he's passed away. I tell people the first time I saw, I, I really heard Nipsey Hussle was a couple of years ago. And it was, this was when everybody was reintroducing themselves to the game. It was Big Sean, French Montana, Wes Khalifa, Currency, and Nipsey Hussle. And the song that I first ever heard Nipsey was, uh, what's that song? Roll, how I go roll another weed, bitches they love it. Uh, that was that was I forgot the name of it, and that was the first time I never heard Nipsey. So I uh, so I, I started listening to Nipsey. I was I was listening to Nipsey, but I wasn't really listening to him a lot. But well, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I can yeah. tell you three Nipsey Hustle songs, but I'm more proud of him for what he did or what mm-hmm. he was trying to do as a man. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I, I didn't, I hate how we, like, I, I got to die one day. And when I do, people who close to me going to post R.I.P. Vaughn and all this. And, yeah. but, but while uh-huh. I'm here, that shit don't happen. Well, now, what, you, Boosie, what Boosie said, don't wait until I'm dead to give me the flowers. Give me the yeah, flowers now. I'm big into giving people their roses while they're alive. Uh-huh. Um, and on my social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, I speak that because I, I believe in being the change you want to see. Like, like Nipsey was a person that everybody was like, he's great, he's great, he's great. But I seen a great person before that had a troubled history, which is Tupac. Mm-hmm. You say what you want about him, but really do the research. That that man was on, he was on. Yeah, yeah, shit. of course, of course, of course. And I don't get into conspiracies and shit. Like everybody was like, Nipsey was killed by the white man and all that. If Nick Cannon put this out, I don't think Nip, Nick Cannon got to worry about dying. But at the end of the day, I, I, I think in my, this is just my personal opinion. I think a black a black people hate to see you winning. Like they, he was literally killed by one of his own, somebody from his hood. And from what it, what I got out of it is, you getting a beef with somebody, it, it, they take your life. And I've also heard that the white man boosted this man up to kill Nipsey. But in my mind, it's like, if I kill Nipsey, I know I'm gonna die, or my folks are gonna die. What amount of money is worth that? I just think mm-hmm. it was greed and envy and jealousy at the end of the day. But we try to blow up something so big mm-hmm. instead of just looking at the fact where, like, we don't want to see ourselves win. Like, I, again, at my 9 to 5 where I won't name where it is, but yeah. I literally, and this is fresh, Last within the last two weeks, I'm in a position and I share that position with a white guy. Mm-hmm. I was vocally speaking about the things we need to do on the line. I changed that. Because I saw I was getting kickback from people who looked like me. Mm-hmm. I told the white guy to come in the meeting and say the same thing. Look around the room, no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's no, it's what like they, what they say when you uh they say we'll sit up there and fight each other and they but a uh, uh, officer can come up and smack the fuck out our mama and sister. We'll just stand there. Exactly. Like I, I, all these, all I'm from Albany. It's a lot of motherfuckers get killed down there. Yeah. You go to Florida and it's murder is everywhere. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. But um, how is Zimmerman alive? Like I, I don't wish death on nobody. But out of all these senseless killings, how are those people that just we know who did this shit? How are they alive? alive? Yeah, because nobody's not going out there. See, it's like this: a lot of our people are taking so much initiative and power to go kill to, to kill another one of our people. But nobody is not putting that same energy towards them white folks. Like here's the thing: here's the problem. With here's the problem. We're protesting all the time when a white person starts to kill us, but when we kill our own, we will go back and kill their family or whatever. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying two wrongs don't make a right. I'm not trying to make it seem like go do that, but we need to keep that same energy with them white with them white folks, man. We got to keep that same energy. And you know, I'm but not, we make it so easy for them though because they kill us, we kill us. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
at the same job, I seen two white people get into a heated argument. Like, I thought these motherfuckers really finna go to blows. Within five fucking minutes, them boys had made up. Yeah, hugged it out and everything. Yeah. You know why? Because they know they need to stick together. And I, I'm mm -hmm. big in the music and lines, I told y'all that. Um, Outcast on the second CD got a song called Willing. It's number nine or ten. Mm -hmm. Andre said, long as you happy, then I'm happy. Even if you just hate my fucking guts, go ahead and dap me. Because I'm going to dap you anyway. Cause we might need you in this war. Like that shit is so real. You it might not real. like me. I might not like you. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, why are we fighting? We really need each other in this war. And I was and I was telling somebody that I was telling somebody the other day. I was at a gas station. Oh no, no, matter of fact, I was driving from Marietta to uh to a gas station, and this brother cut me off on the highway. It just so happens we pulled up at the same gas station. Literally, we pulled up at the same gas station. When I tell you, dude kept looking at my ass hard. He kept looking at me hard as fuck, man. He looking at me and shit. And you know, I got, I got, I got, the, I got the pole in my, uh, I got the pole in my, um, in my car for protection. So this brother keep looking at me, looking at me hard as hell. One, one side of me saying, let it go. The other side of me saying is. Yo, if this, if this motherfucker want to act, if this motherfucker want to put on a show, you make sure you make sure God see the show on his ass. So, <laughs> he, so he kept looking at me hard as hell, mugging me and everything. And, I, and you know, what I'm saying to myself, you know, the younger, you know, the younger me would have been like, "Fuck it, let's 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 throw let's throw hands with this dude." But now that I'm older and everything, now I'm like, I'm I'm saying to myself, brother, it's just a, I'm saying to myself like, this guy is really mad and he's ready to fight me, but he the one that cut me off on the lane and everything, and it's just so crazy because I'm thinking about, I'm like, dude, you really pissed, you really ready to go to war with me right now over a fucking street lane? I'm not even mad about the street lane. I'm not huffing and puffing. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just standing around with my wallet out, getting ready to pull my uh, card out, pay for this gas, and get my ass back to what I was doing in there. I'm not even thinking about thing no more. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it got me a little bit because you cut me off like that. But I'm like, okay, it is what it is or whatever. If I wanted to do something, I would have did it by now. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy because that brother was really pissed off. He kept staring at me the whole time. And was wrong. And, and, and I'm sitting there like, okay, I got my, I got my, I got my gun in the car. So you never know. Who I, you yeah, yeah. If I wanted to, I could end your life. But I said, but I said to myself, I'm, but I'm like, no, nah, man. I'm not about to do that. It's just a fucking street. We don't own these streets. We don't own nothing. We don't even own these cars. We pay off on them, but we don't own them like that. So not even are they, do you own nothing. We ain't trying to own that. Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, he kept looking at me. I just, I just got in my car, looked at him, and drove off, and just shook my head. Cause I'm like, it's not worth it. Cause, yeah, it really cause, not cause, worth yeah, it. Yeah, cause the minute you would have put your, the minute we would have fought, I would have got pissed off, pulled the gun out, and I would have shot you. You would have been dead. I would have been in jail. So who really wins? Another story on the news or some exactly. shit. Exactly. I, I, I almost. Who, I who, who really fucking? Who fucking? Who really would have fucking won? Well, all I had to do. This this is a prime example of a nigga moment that Boondocks told us about and everything. Yeah. So really, who fucking wins at the end of the day? I I don't win because now I'm going to jail for life and everything. And at the end of the day, you wouldn't be nothing but paperwork. Exactly. Man, he, that shit ain't important. You, somebody that, did you exactly. paperwork, and, 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 they and, and go on top and on, and on top of all the stupid shit that's going on, that man could have been somebody's daddy or something. That's somebody's son. That's somebody's father. That's somebody's grandson. That's somebody's and hell, brother, shit, sister, you are, you are too. And, and like exactly. the split second decisions, like I always look at the shit like I used to be a hothead. My brother on the road got a book said don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't read the whole book, but the thought of a book saying don't sweat the small stuff given to me made me look at myself like, damn, well, you might need to take it easy. <laughs> so, I mean, but I'm the kind of person I can learn from everything mm -hmm. instead of just thinking I know everything. And I just want to add one of my straight, strongest philosophies in life. The oh, motherfucker boy. who thinks they know everything mm -hmm. got to be, first of all, the dumbest person. But then on top of that, you got to live a boring ass life. life. Just imagine being God on earth. Um, yeah, um, the Saints are going to win this year. Um, the Falcons won't make the playoffs or however it goes. Like, you know everything. That shit is boring. Sometimes mm -hmm. a good part about life is living and not knowing. You can be wrong. You can be right. Sometimes right and wrong ain't even what's important in, in the whole situation. Like, um... I remember that Rose Perez on White Men Can't Jump. Sometimes you you win and really lose. Like, or sometimes you lose and really win. Like that's how it that, be. that shit can make sense. That's how it be, man. It's it's times it's times where it's like that. It's lines where it's like that. You said the Falcons gonna win though. 
Nah, I mean, I was just making a. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I ain't coming at the Falcons fans. I'm, I'm a Bears fan, so. I mean, I'm more of an NBA fan. NBA. So it's like, I, when the Falcons almost won, I want to put this out there. I was really happy for them. But then when New England did that shit to him, I'm just like, God damn, you can't hate on Tom Brady. That motherfucker good. That wasn't that wasn't the, that wasn't the, uh, that wasn't that was the Falcons' fault. Oh no, nah, it was. But at the same point, <laughs> I'm just like, but Tom still drove that bit down the field. Oh, yeah, but my yeah, point yeah. is, it's just like, a lot of times, even with the Falcons, they say you hate on the Falcons, and I'm from Georgia, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm just not like going. I'm not. I hate the phrase "rise up" first of all, because I mean you have to fall to rise. I think. That's setting the president for where we at with that team. But at the end of the day, um, if you don't just go Falcon crazy, they say you're hating on them. But I remember coming up here to go to the Atlanta Hawks games in full attire of the other team. Oh, yeah. Nobody say nothing. If you look around the arena, you couldn't tell what arena, who team you was in arena. Mm-hmm. But the one year the Fal- Hawks had like 60 wins that year, and I went to see the Warriors, who was my team, before they was hot. The um, oh, had that in them before yeah, they before was hot. They was hot. Cause I like when they had Stephen Monte Ellis and wasn't making the playoff. Oh, you to beat yeah, people yeah, in 2K yeah, with yeah. them. But, um, <laughs> and folks, you'd be like, you playing me with a team don't make the playoffs? And get their ass blowed out. But, um, be like that. but the crazy thing is when the Hawks was good, I'm talking about 60 win team. Yeah, I went yeah. to that same arena where nobody gave a fuck who you, what you wore. Everybody like, go Hawks, go Hawks, bitch. Like everybody was in my face the year they were doing good. But when they wasn't doing, when they ain't doing good, you don't really give a fuck. So give Trey Young and Vince and all them who they are there now, support them for real, for real. Like, I ain't, I love Atlanta, but damn, like, sometimes the fans are very fickle here, but like, damn, like. Band, jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie. You know, you know, you know, you know it's, a lot, it's, a, it's a lot of fans like that, even with, even with wrestling and everything, man, because I'm a big wrestling person. Wrestling is the realest shit ever when you say it, like, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> a lot of people, we laugh at wrestling, it's fake as fuck. But it shows you how people really are. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. I tell people, ain't no fans like wrestling No, fans, The Rock can be the boy. love of everybody's life. Boy. The most electrifying motherfucking wrestling. I love The Rock. But it don't take but one kick in rock bottom on the right person in the wrong time. And, and the fans turn. Now he's a heel. Uh-huh. That's how it works in the industry. That's why uh, Allen Iverson said they will love you today and hate you tomorrow. And That's wrestling, why I say wrestling, wrestling is the wrestling, real shit. Cause wrestling, wrestling shows, shows you, that. you that shit. Wrestling boy. shows you what life is really yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Everybody will love you at a moment. And then that same person they love, they will turn around and hate. Or like wrestling is real because they do all these moves out the turnbuckles, but that shit really hurts. Like they still oh, yeah. falling. Whereas wrestlers do all these moves and these talks about these drugs and the 17.5s and the guns yeah. and the bitches and the drugs. They ain't really doing that. Wrestlers right. are really realer than most of the rappers, y'all. Like that's uh that's what uh Cameron said. Shout out to Dipset. Shout out to yeah. Cameron. He said he said it all the time. The rap game is like WWF. It is. That shit is, like is entertainment. You know that's all. Yeah, that's all. It. Even to, even to, even Takashi Six Nine went. You know, you know, you know. I, I ain't say I supported Six Nine. You know, you know. Whatever. Well, we knew that man when what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, we all knew that. But he, and he, it, but and the, he even went on the Breakfast Club and said that many times. These rappers ain't. These rappers don't do shit but just play video games and fuck females and do what the fuck they supposed to do and lay in the house all day. That's it. Yeah, but the crazy part is everybody want to be that. People, all the guys want to be rappers or ball players, uh-huh. and I hate to say it, but a lot of these women. Get very involved in this reality TV shit and think uh-huh. that's real. Like if T- I TV shows and yes, memes man. and um, Facebook God. memes and all that crap, man. and, and, and it's stupid. so funny when you get a motherfucking girl, man. I almost said bitch, but I mean when yeah, you get a we, female, we gonna, we gonna man. That, yeah, keep that clean. when you get a female mad and she go off and thinks she telling you off with the fingers and shit, and then she say period. That shit can make my skin crawl. Like Boy. you, you following motherfucker, <laughs> you like period. They could be wrong as hell. Period. Like, damn. Like, what's what's the new word now? No cap. Oh my god. Man. Like, like, we are we we to be the trendsetters of the world. We are the a group of followers. A lot of times. Uh huh. Now everybody talking about because it. it's like every time when a when a new world come into the hip hop industry and African American culture, over. it's like a new artist come up out of nowhere with that name now, like No Cap or Period J and all that stuff. There. It's just be crazy. Yeah. Man. It's like wrestling. Wrestling, whatever is hot, they make a, they make some out of that. No, they and they they do they do, and you know, I tell I tell people, you know, if you treat your business like how you treat wrestling, you'll be successful. And in a way, 
I kind of, I kind, and you know, everybody want to know this. Everybody want to know how Black Diary Love got to where they at. I treated the business like it was wrestling. I know, I know what part. I knew what part to play. I knew who was uh, who was who was support who to uh, who to reach out to. I knew who was really you know who to uh, keep happy. Who was gonna hate me? You have to treat the business. You have to treat the business as you got your heels in your face. Yeah, you got and you gotta know who gonna hate you. Hate to see you do good. Mm-hmm. I, I do that myself. Like I know for a fact. Like um, one thing, if you trying to do anything on Instagram alone, the best thing to do post whatever you doing. On your page, post pics on, like, say, if you do hair, mm-hmm. post that hairdo on your page, but also post that hairdo in your story. Mm-hmm. You will see, on an average, depends on, like, say, if you get uh, 39 likes on your hairdo, just just say, but you got 363 views, views in your story. story. Uh-huh. That goes to show you. A lot of a lot of celebrities look at stories more than they look at regular posts too. It's crazy because I'd be wondering like, how the hell could I be having some uh celebrities look at my stuff too and everything? And I'd be like, how the hell they be seeing my shit? Yeah, they'll scroll through that story, but like a lot of times, like people ain't on your like, people will see some shit, they're not gonna like it out loud. Mm-hmm. But they'll go through that story and see that motherfucker. Yeah, 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 some, yeah, of course. And with men, it's so crazy. Like I posted some shit. Dude, I wouldn't even know was on my page. Mm-hmm. Inbox me and be like, damn, dog, your shit fire. Exactly. Or when I go back home, somebody who I never see, who never commented on or like nothing, will say, you're really good at that. Mm-hmm. I never knew you could do that. And in my mind, I'd be like, well, damn, it's just like, if they seen it, why why you don't like, and I don't care about the likes, but it's just like, why, why, why you don't yeah, why you like, It why ain't you like, hard to do. Yeah, why you ain't putting my name out there and stuff? Yeah. So I'll I, I be saying that sometimes. I'll be seeing some celebrities look at my own stuff. And I'm like, shoot, why you ain't interacting with me? Why you just watch? And you know what's so crazy? It's, it's okay, one time it's cool. Two times it's all right. But if I'm seeing you looking at every single time, what, what's what's not, what's... not in a celebrity case, I think some of those probably watch how you move mm-hmm. or what you do. Because Instagram these days, social media is your um, your resume a lot of times. Uh-huh. Some people are um, wild with it. Some people do too much. You got to keep your... your you got to... I'm going to always be myself. But at the same point, I know for a fact I have to be a certain way. Like, as far as... When I say be a certain way, nobody going to want to invest in an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. how to talk. Some people don't know how to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how to conduct myself. Mm-hmm. Like, um... But when you just doing too much of the wrong shit or you got the wrong attention with you, people ain't gonna fuck with you as much. Oh no, no, they don't. They but don't, but they don't. when you um present your like, but when your friends that know you who ain't gonna support you financially or can't put you to the next level, those people should be the ones who pushing you because mm-hmm. I mean and it's not one of them it shouldn't be, but it is a crab in a bucket thing. They wanna see you do good, but not better than them. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, the, the, it should have been me, man. Yeah, I just forget to that. Well, it mm-hmm. should have been me. Well, damn, he doing this. Well, I can do this too. Or I can do that. Well, that like, or I can do it better. Yeah. You know, instead of just be like, you know, let's just come together. Let's work on it together. That's why I try I to break two, the mold. Two, two minds are better than one. And you know what's so crazy? You say that I got a cousin in Chicago. And he's trying to run a uh, business called Leaders in Chicago. L-I-L-I-C. Uh, it was uh, it was a business started by him and my uh, late uh, late great cousin Mike Brown, who passed away a couple of years ago. Lord rest in peace to that boy. But you know he's doing his thing out there, and a lot of people from Chicago ask me, "How come you ain't doing a lot of this in Chicago?" I told them, "I was like, because my cousin is doing it in Chicago. I want to mm. I want to give that to him. See, if he lot, win, you win. Exactly. I want to give that to him. He's doing it in Chicago." I took people and people like, dang, that's deep. Yeah, that's deep. Cause I could I could take this business to Chicago too. But I'm like, why do that? You get Atlanta, he get Chicago. Exactly. Everybody eating, everybody doing. And, and we and we and we come together. Exactly. So you know, it ain't no weird odds. We all eat. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. And I'm like, and I'm like, that's my family. We uh, his brother and my cousin. His his brother, that's my cousin. We lost him to to gun violence setup. So. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, hey, me too, man. But we at the point now where we we both like we grown, man. We fucking family, man. Let's 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 do this shit together and get so much money to a point where we can have the biggest family reunion ever. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what, what we on. That's what it's about. Like y'all coming together. Like we need to come together more instead of going at odds with each other. Like I I mm-hmm. go on social media and I'll share a person's work. 
who's better than me at tattooing. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem saying that uh-huh. because at the end of the day, I, I've been tattooing a year. I can draw my ass off, but I have not mm-hmm. even done every type of tattoo yet. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think I bank on myself to being able to do it. But I'm trying to get better as I go. Like, uh, first of all, I think you anybody can always improve. Sometimes the improvement might not be the physical or the talent-wise. It might be your mentality. If you can't share other people or applaud other people, you can't get mad if they won't do that for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you you doing your thing here, he doing his thing there. Mm-hmm. Y'all come together. Look, that's there's a lot of space between Chicago and Atlanta. Yeah. And, and outside of that area. So, mm-hmm. Come together and make that shit work instead of like saying I do my thing. We we can't cross paths. Yeah, you can no, collaborate no. Sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's why I said. And I'm like, you know, the good thing about it is it'll be it'll be a family. It'll be a family business and everything. Like I said, we 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 lost we lost we lost little bro to to gun violence. We we, we we know me and my cousin is determined to break that cycle. You know, we all fam. We we all blood family, like legitimate blood family at the uh, end of the day. So so. I'm like this, man. You know, bro, I do what I do out here in Atlanta. You do what you do in Chicago. And, you know, we bring it together, do collaboration every now and then, whatever. You know, um, I reached out to my I reached out to my cousin and I post up a picture of his brand, LIC Chicago. Go support the brand, LIC Chicago, Leaders in Chicago, man. And I'm about to start helping him out more with his brand. So, you know, the Chicago, the Chicago collection is going to involve that on the side with it. So, you know. We we gonna start, you know, we gonna start coming together because I want to start, you know, I want to start, you know, you know, it's, you know, by us being family, I want us to eat together and everything, and that's the most important thing that you know a lot of people fail to realize because you got some fucking families out here, man, that's in competition with each other. Yeah, but if you think about it on a on a visual note, imagine that meal you eat by yourself, and imagine that meal you eat with your friends and family and the fun you have. That's how life can be sometimes. You pick you pick how you want to eat, like um. I ain't had I ain't had much, but what I have I have shared and I have done things mm-hmm. for people because I depend on what you are and who you are inside. That shit feel good when you eat with others. Because mm-hmm. if you eat by yourself, that means you always by yourself. Like you can, who the fuck want to be around a person where they going through shit but he doing good? Like imagine LeBron James or Stephen Curry or damn anybody you want to name, Tyra Banks. All these folks got people, but they just eat for themselves. They don't take care. Of it. They don't do nothing for oh, nobody. Oh, yeah. You need the any any star you see has a good team behind them. Oh yeah. Who you might not know, but they need a team behind them. So it, oh, well, yeah. yeah, and you gotta always learn where you can either be the star or you can be the goddamn most supporting person on that person team. Like mm-hmm. everybody need to have a use. I like to call it friends with benefits. And I know when we think about friends with benefits, the first thing first thing <laughs> come to mind is we we fucking. But nah. Nah, my <laughs> friends with benefits is like, okay, I got a I got a homeboy that he he could do this or he could do that. Um, mm-hmm. I got a friend that can do the graphic arts, the visual Is design. That, yep. My my brother, I bought him a camera. He can do the camera work. He can rap. Both mm-hmm. of my, I got two brothers. Both of them can rap their ass off. Um, I got another homeboy who can do the audio. He can do the mixing, exactly. the mastering. I got friends who do tattoos. I can talk to. Like you got to have people that you can go mm-hmm. to. Like people, you don't you you should have to be the only one. If you are. I think that's an insecurity that you need to check yourself. Exactly. That narcissistic shit ain't working in the business world because if everything is always about you, then what you you don't give a fuck about nobody else. So how do you expect people to care about you? Exactly, exactly. Because a lot of people don't know. Even the celebrities, they gotta have a team because they can't do it by themselves. Once they get famous, who gonna uh, who gonna keep up with them? Who yeah, they're not checking out them work? emails, the social media, yeah, the nah, tour nah, dates. Nah, like, yeah, the managers doing all that for them. You know, you think Jay Z know for a fact that he gotta be in Ireland on damn um, November third? Like, exactly. nah, somebody got that shit. Gotta be putting. He didn't book it. Somebody gotta put it there for him. Uh-huh. And then you gotta look at Jay Z and Beyonce. That's like and another thing we do that's confusing since I brought them up. Go ahead. Why the hell do everybody act like they're on that level of being busy? Like, what are we really doing in the day that we can't reach out and check on our people or see how our people are doing or at least respond to messages from people you know really give a fuck about you? Mm-hmm. I, I I've been in a in a in a label office with Luda. Look on his schedule. That shit said Atlanta Monday, California Wednesday. Goddamn Saturday, Africa. That's mm. a busy motherfucker. That's some traveling. Boy, that that, How that, many, that trip alone to Africa, boy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I guarantee you, his daughter, the loves, all the people in his life, his parents, they can reach him. 
this but but us as motherfuckers trying to get on with everyday lives be on some shit where like I would be I'd be so busy and like make time for your people man because when they gone they gone I, I moved I've been in Atlanta four years two and a half years I was up here I had a homeboy that was missing I accepted the fact already but eventually he found his body he was dead I was one of the last people that talked to him but I told I knew when I talked to him he was going through some legal shit had a accused a of a murder charge and all this shit but my thought for him was first of all R.I.P. Jimmy Jackson I'll never forget you but um, with that I would say I was real with him I, he told me man you always been real you always been like a big brother to me somebody I look up to that's the impression you want to leave with people mm-hmm. you want to know in the most serious moments them motherfuckers know y'all know what y'all got I had a co-worker one time died in my arms I literally saw this man take his last breath he had an aneurysm and, and shit like that make me I, it, it helps you realize and see life is very short it is take really? life serious y'all support people it don't hurt you to big up another person be the change you wish you could see in this world that reality mm-hmm. TV show shit is cool I love the fuck out of power I watch it like when the episode come out I watch two or three times during that week till the next one come you know, like Kim Proctor. but that's what I'm saying <laughs> but I can't play Tommy and just go around shooting motherfuckers nah, nah, but in the real life when 50 Cent died, I was fucked up for about two days over that. They <laughs> took my dog, Kanan. But at the end of the day, like, that, you separate life from TV. Mm-hmm. Y'all got people in y'all lives that really love you, but you don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, I know I, I'm here to support my business, the out-of-the-box minds, tattoos. But my business, in another sense, is black people. Like, I want to see us do better. I want to see us do good. If you hit me up, you can hit me up for tattoos you can hit me up for advice you can hit me up just because you want to talk to a man that understands what you might be going through man or female i'm damn near a counselor i should put that in my business too people call me for advice <laughs> all the time my homeboys be like man why you talk to girls on the phone like that she ain't fucking but i mean i'm, I'm just a. you know sometimes it's sometimes it ain't it's not always about the sex man. it's I'm, I'm a learning i'm a sponge like yeah, you know i hang about- with girls it's no wonder when I get a girlfriend, I'm good with a lady because mm-hmm. I I know that side. I can't, and I ain't one of them like you know how women. Steve Harvey fucked the world up at one point with his think like a man thing. I just oh, don't believe in that. I think nah. I hate when girls say I think like a nigga. Nah, you just out here fucking like exactly. that. That's what you're doing. Like you can't think like a man. Nah, you and can't. and I can't and I sh- I don't want to think like a woman, but I can try to know how to please one. And I, I just like love people. That's what I'm getting back to. Love people, man. Don't be scared to, to love. Like the to. Black Diary, love. Like love people. Like that shit'll get us further. Exactly. A lot of people understand that because now you got people. What's the, what's the trend? Introverts, uh, person who don't like to, you know, people who don't like to associate with people and all that stuff. That that I tell people that is not a trend and that is not cool, man. You don't want to be all your life not, you know. Now that now that shit's fit like Kawhi you know, Leonard is. One of the most popular introverts. That motherfucker really don't want to do nothing but play baseball. Go home. Well, you see, you see, you see, he pointed them fingers when they were trying to have fun with them. He was like, "No, we gotta focus." Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Like, come on, yeah, like, and, but you got. It's, I get it. It's people with that personality. But at the end of the day, it does feel good as fuck to go home, get naked as fuck, and don't have to worry about nobody in your ear. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, you by yourself. But on the other side of that spectrum, we are meant to be compatible. We are meant to have relations and and relationships and good bonds like don't fuck around and, and, and live your whole life and then realize like damn what did they leave what kind of legacy did they leave what did they do like sometimes we look at the smaller picture look at the bigger picture it's a big ass world out there and i ain't been to no other countries i'm slipping hey you know what's so it's so crazy about you saying that when I uh when I first started getting my shirts off and everything my shirts start when I started doing all my first shirts I took all my shirts and because I go to Chicago at least two to three times a year just to check in with everybody mm-hmm. because I let, you know, and it lets people know, hey, no matter how big I'm going to get or how much busy I am, I still got time to come visit and say hello to everybody. So when I first made my shirts and stuff, I took them shirts. And I didn't charge none of my friends and family for it. I just went out and passed them out a shirt and everything. I said, here, this is this is from me to you. You know, I, did, I do stuff like that. And, you know. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm starting to get back into interacting with people because I was one of the people where I was so caught up in doing what I was doing, I never made time for nobody else and stuff you like that. You got to, man. And you know, and you know, 
and, and you know, it started off with my mama and everything, and you know, and my mama uh, had a talk with me. She said, son, I feel like you don't, you so busy, you don't ever come see me no more. And I told my mom, you know, your mama, you right. I need to start coming, coming. I need to start coming around more and everything. I need to start seeing how you do. I mean, now don't get me wrong, you know, because people gonna look at me like, damn, nigga, you don't do nah. Fuck that. Anytime my mama needs something, I, I always jump up. But it it's, it's recharged. Yeah, it's refreshing yeah, it, it, it to go back home. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't help to for me to go over there sometimes and sit with her and just say, how's your day doing and all that. So I, so I'm starting back to do that more. I'm starting to, you know, I'm starting to do that more. I'm starting to talk to family more and everything. You know, I'm starting to do things I wasn't doing when I was younger. That's good. You, I know? Mean, you know, a lot of times we get in this thing where like social media tricks us mm -hmm. just because you see somebody like my mama might like a status or my, I can tell when she missed me like hell, she'll go like, Oh shit. Like that. Like I need, like she'll go back. Like, but that ain't no bonding time. Like, I mean, uh -huh. we don't even video chat. I, I just need to take my black ass to Albany, Georgia, mm -hmm. and go see it. It make it mean the world to her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You spend know, that yeah. time with people because everybody I've died that I've seen die or I heard about dying, I think about my last encounter with them or my relationship with these. It people. sticks with you too, man. Yeah. If it's if it's especially if if y'all was arguing or I don't have that yet, and I don't <laughs> like yeah, I, no, my no, biggest regret is I didn't go see a person. Mm -hmm. And I knew they were sick, and then they died like a day or two later, which because they was in Albany and I'm in Atlanta. But that's my biggest regret, and I can live with that versus somebody dying and I just did some fucked up shit to them. Or I always did some fucked up shit to this person. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, of yeah, course. Because you got to live with how you treat people. I, it was a guy at my job killed himself um, because of the pressures of his household, the job, and everything. You don't never know what nobody going through. No, nah, you don't. You and don't. to be honest, he was white. Yeah, Dayspeel made a good point. Like, motherfucker had the best jobs in their life. Sometimes they kill themselves, and, and and one of us, we just ain't wired to really kill ourselves like that. Even nah. though I have seen where um somebody of our color killed himself, and it was very confusing. But at the end of the day, suicide is never a no. I even post about that sometimes. Yeah, it's, 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 talk it's, to people. Don't like. Don't be afraid it's, to tell it's somebody a lot, it's, it's a lot of us out there that kill ourselves. We just don't talk about it. Like how the news talk about white folks and everything killing themselves out there. It's a lot of us out there that do that, especially when it comes to bullying. That happens yeah. a lot too with our children because now it's like a lot of our black children starting to uh, kill ourselves versus when we was younger, we just sucked it up and beat the person ass yeah, or whatever. You either got back. beat up or you get you beat yeah, up somebody. Yeah, you know, and you took your butt home. It is what it is. Now, you know, you got... The age of emotions taking over uh -huh. everything. Emotions are the new facts. Like, it ain't about right or wrong no more. It's I feel like. Like, mm -hmm. I've been chewed out by my ex one time because she felt like I was cheating. In all honesty, I never cheated on her. I was at my grandmama house with my daddy and my uncle having man time like watching that. the NBA finals. It'd be like that. She's at work. She's at work. I went down. To, I just happened to live on the same street with my grandmama. I went down the street, watched game with my uncle and my daddy, trying to bond with them. She like, what bitch you got over there? And I'm like, oh, what, my what, God, what? man. Like, one time my ex did that to me, and I was at my mama house. In my mama bed, we sitting there watching a the movie. What bitch you with? My mom said, hey, and then the phone get quiet, and you, then you feel like you hear a person like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, come on. Sometimes, like, like let's not over, yeah, let's not live off them emotions. They you, know, you know black men don't cheat. Nah, they don't. Yeah, black men don't cheat. Nah, <laughs> I don't care what anybody say. Black and, men and, don't and cheat. And on some real shit, I, I just rather be single if I'm going to be doing all that. Yeah. And I, I, I'm fucked up with the flaw of... I get called an asshole because I'm gonna tell you what you need to know versus what that, you want to hear. But that's how that's how I supposed to be in a relationship. And I was just talking to a woman about that yesterday. I, I told I told number one I told her it's hard to date and find someone when you are a person that know yourself in and out, know what you want to do, and you value yourself and you know your worth. It's yeah. hard to date because you got to deal with the bullshit of others and you uh -huh. see that shit a mile away. But I would say a lot of times. We're in Atlanta. This shit rough up here anyway. This is sugar daddy capital of the world boy, for tell one. Tell me about it, boy. That's, that, when I found out it's sugar daddy capital of the world, I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. belong here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I sure. treat a woman well, but I, I can't see around winding down seven or eight of them just well, because. Let's get them going. Yeah, that's, 
ain't lie. I, I don't know if I know a forty dollar motherfucker. Like, if I do, I don't. I don't even know if I need to know that because I'm gonna be like, damn. I'm like, that, I might spend. Yeah, I might spend way more. I'm like, I'm cheating myself. Take that forty dollars and go on about your business. But uh, it get to a point that I don't even care about the strip clubs no more. I got forty dollars. Be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that <laughs> no. shit. When I first moved, up, I heard about that forty dollars shit. I like. Uh, that's how I was. I came when I came to Atlanta. They was like, yeah, you know they sell pussy over there at that hotel. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't and, and, you know, and you know what's so crazy? They be like, where the holes at? And they be like, the holes are right here. And I seen it for myself. I was like, yo, they really? I'm not going to say holes, but yo, they really doing that out here and everything. I don't want $40 women because I ain't got a $40 dick. Like, I, I think I'm more than that. So it's like, I'd rather we do what we do because we like each other. Okay, like, y'all with these. Them STDs real, boy. That's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't out here trying to pass out no shit. Like, I, I'm, I'm stingy. And I'm trying to keep it to myself. I, I I need to stay alive and be healthy to be to what I want to be. Exactly. And, and you know, for the people that's listening, no, we're not disrespecting no women. We love all our women. We love all our women. So I don't want people listening to be like, damn, you really feel that way? No, no, no. We it's don't. a reality, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we, we just speaking for what we've seen through our eyes as men. We just speaking for what we've seen and been through. Google Sugar Daddy Capital of the World. <laughs> or at least United States. That shit oh, broke me down. Like I live there. Like, damn, no. But you know, this is a big show here. This I call this flex lounge. Everybody flexing and stunting, trying to look like more than what it is. And that's just the way the world is right now. It ain't just with the forty dollars. Some people, you get purse forty dollars, they gonna try to make it look like a hundred and forty. So Boy, see, that's just what it I, is. You, you can make you can make any amount of money look a lot when you put it in dollar bills. Or, if, or, even five dollars. Or how you present yourself to the world on your pages or whatever. I'm big into the presentation on the internet because the internet is so big in the world these days. Motherfuckers yeah. blowing up on YouTube becoming stars. You got every mm-hmm. pretty girl can't put a phone down because she's trying to get them viewers up. Like, that mm-hmm. shit is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, it, it makes you think because me and you growing up, we grew up in a time where it you was had no to talk. Phones. Yeah, it was no phone. And you actually had to come to, that's come why to the so bars. That's why introverts now yeah. because motherfuckers sit at home on their phone and that's how you gain. Like, mm-hmm. I had to talk. I had to learn how to converse with yeah. a person because, okay, she might think I'm look nice or the next person might not, but uh, personality wins a lot of shit. So does, I had does. that advantage. I know how to talk to people. I'm good to talk to. I'm mm-hmm. honest. I'm trustworthy. I'm fun. Exactly. But like nowadays, you just look at a person, oh, he drive this. It might not even be his car. Or, oh, he make that. Yeah, but his life of living is so high, yeah, it's not exactly. like he really make that. So. Yeah, it's like he can't even, you know, he's making all the money, but... What is he his, doing? He can't, he's not doing nothing. It's, it's, exactly, and it's, it's, it's crazy, man. You know, it's crazy because how life changed. I sit back and think about all this, too, man. I'm like, damn, man, I remember them days where it was like this, and I'm like, damn, this is what really goes on now? These kids doing this and that and everything? I'm like, shit. That's why oh, I say. I, I, in a way, I'm kind of glad I grew up the way I did. Yeah, me. I'm, I'm very glad uh-huh. I did. I'm, I'm, I'm like an old throwback. But at the end of the day, I, I want to say, um, if you remember anything I said other than Arvon OTB mm-hmm. is how you can follow me. Uh, love each other, support each other, think out of the box, and don't be afraid to be yourself, be your very best, and be blessed. Um, that that's I, that's just what I believe in. And always don't worry about how people look at you weird. Because a, a man told me one time something that stuck with me forever. It's better to understand than to be understood. Like, yep. like that's very important in life. Like, people going to judge you, but you got to make sure you're true to yourself. Because oh, yep, yep, a lot of times, like I said, don't be as fake as a wrestler. Um, <laughs> there's still people out here who are, appreciate authenticity and genuine people. But I say support each other, love each other, and... Um, it takes less energy to love and more to hate. Keep that in mind, man. Put your time into some shit that matter. Invest in your friends. Support your friends. Be there for your friends. Keep fucking with the Black Diary of Love. Like, um, I, I actually that. like appreciate this show, that. man. Um, I appreciate that. I would man. come back a hundred times if oh, I could. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have you back on here some more times, man. Then once again, you know, I got to appreciate you. You know, y'all hear that? Every, y'all already know. Every time before the show goes, I get I get a brother that signature uh, handshake right there. But... Once again, I like to thank my brother for coming out and everything. I, you know, appreciate the talk and everything, brother man. You know, I appreciate you, man. I love you from another brother to another brother, man. But everybody, thank you for tuning in. We got a couple of more episodes left before we wrap up for the first season. Remember, the second season will start in October, and that will be the domestic violence episode. So 
you might want to tune in to that. You got to turn it. You got to tune into that. But other than that, though, we love all our people, love all our women, love all our brothers. We love all our kids. We, we love we just want to see each other do better. And there's nothing wrong with that. So with that being said, you know, let's 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 get out there. Let's do it. Remember, success starts when you wake up. And, you know, let's just let you know, it don't take that much to share each other's work. You don't even have to, if you can't put no money to it, tell people about your work. Tell people about their work. Share their work on social media. It doesn't hurt for two seconds to do that. But other than that, Black Diary Love out. Another great interview. Y'all go ahead and head to the uh, Anchor Podcast and check this out. If you want the first, if you want to listen to it first before it hits other platforms and everything, once again, uh, Black Diary Love and B Brand Media. We're trying to raise up $250,000 so we can help out a couple of brothers and sisters attending HBCU between Atlanta and Virginia. Once again, Black Diary Love and B Brand Media is trying to raise up $250,000 to help out a couple of brothers and sisters who want to attend HBCU between Atlanta and Virginia. The link is in the bio on Instagram at Black underscore Diary Love. The, uh, uh, I mean, Black underscore uh, Diary underscore Love. The link, the link is under that bio. So go on Instagram at black underscore diary underscore love and click that link. And, you know, give us a shout out. All right, everybody. Be easy. Donate. And we here. Love you.